the creative people, in my point of view, like what I'm aware of is that we are so highly creative and we are so open like a vessel that we are like a channel. We can channel, we are able, we have these superpowers where we're able to tap into these other thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are not ours. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. We are live. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Get Up Girl with Two Chicks and a Mic. We're switching things around today. I'm going to be asking Joanna some questions. I'm pretty much hosting the podcast. Joanna, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm, I'm excited. And who are you? Introduce yourself for anybody. That's yes, I'm so here. sorry about that. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> yes, I'm Salome Valdez. I am the other chick from the two chicks and a mic. Uh, we decided to switch things up today. I am very curious about a few things. Uh, unfortunately, this morning, uh, we had some unfortunate news about a friend's passing. and. Um, we decided to uh, switch things around today. All right. So, Joanne, I have a few questions. I'm just very curious about your past. And uh, as creatives, we're just different creatures on this earth. And I'm very curious to uh, where your mind was at before and how it is now. So one of the questions I would like to ask you is, as a creative, how did you get out of not hurting yourself? Because I know as creatives, we tend to go deep in those thoughts. How, how did you deal with that? Well, this is a great question. And before we jump in, Salome, can you give a little backstory of how this changed, how we wanted for to slip the script and how you wanted to ask me the questions today? So can you give a little backstory of what we talked about today on the phone so that people kind of get why you want to ask me these questions? Yeah, well, let me actually start by saying that um, I'm a dancer myself and uh, Joanna is also, I, I don't know if you still want to say that you're a dancer but i still consider you a dancer and uh, obviously a creative so uh we we've come a long way working together as directors and dancers for her dance studio as well so uh be uh because of the dance studio that joanna had created a few years ago in alhambra we've met amazing people throughout that dance studio and uh, one of them uh unfortunately passed away and we found out this morning about it and i had called joanna and wanted to talk to her about what happened. And so um, pretty much that's the reason why I came up with these questions because Joanna did say that she had herself had a few deep thoughts about, you know, not wanting to be on this earth anymore. And I, I kind of knew a little bit about that, but I was, I'm very curious even more now after having a few hours of thinking and processing about everything, I would like for you, Joanna, to, to express a, to why or how that came upon? This is a really loaded question. Like so much can be yeah. said. And 
So I'm formulating my thoughts as you asked me this question. And I could take it back to high school. So I was about 15 or 16 years old. And I always knew I was different. I always knew that my thoughts were very different than other people. When I was in a room, I was just aware of different things than what other people were aware of. Now, I also did not know that I was different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought something was wrong with me. I thought that it didn't fit in. I thought that I was crazy. I thought like, wh- I don't belong here. Like, I just, I don't fit in. So my whole life I was trying to fit in. And I think that created the performer. That created the, I could be on stage. I can create a personality. I can create a a performance, a figure. I'm really good at talking to people. I can get, I can sell people on things. I'm really good with my words. When truly I'm an introvert. I like, I love being alone. Um, it's not anything personal to other people. And the reason I like to be alone and I enjoy being alone is because the thoughts, the feelings and emotions are so incredibly loud in my world. And I always thought that I just needed time to be alone. I wasn't aware that these thoughts that I can hear were not mine. I really thought they were mine. So I thought that, so something was wrong with me. I thought, um, I'm a horrible person. Why am I thinking this? I would never think that about that person and that person and that person. Wow. I'll go a little deeper on what I'm talking about. So in high school, I came to this point where I was just trying to fit in so badly that I, uh, when I was 13 years old, I went to Weight Watchers because in my opinion, my point of view, I was fat ugly, disgusting. I should just die because you're a piece of crap, Joanna. Like that's literally what I believed. And so when I was 13, I begged my mom to take me to Weight Watchers. And then from there, I lost a lot of weight and people started telling me that I looked great. So I bought that lie because I'm so highly sensitive. I'm so aware of everybody else's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. When they told me I look good, I associated and I bought it. Like I went so deep in and I'm like, oh, I look good. So I must be important. And then in one year in high school, I gained, I was thinking about it the other day. I think I gained about 30, 35 pounds. I was heavier than I am now. And I really, then it was horrible. You should end your life, Joanna. You are awful. You're just, it's just, you should not be here. Now with that, it kept spiraling and going further and further because I was aware that when I walked in a room, everybody was thinking Joanna gained weight. I could hear their thoughts. I knew what people were saying. And I'm telling this story because I really want to enlighten. I want to educate and not medicate. I want to educate people that think like this and people that don't get it. To anybody that's listening right now, like, I don't get it. And you might have a daughter or a son or a brother or a friend or somebody that has this. And many times people with this choose to end their life because the thoughts are so loud and anything or anybody, what they would tell me did not matter. It didn't matter. 
I was captain of the dance team. I was going to prom with the most popular guy. I mean, on paper, I'm successful. On paper, I'm going to this college and I'm doing that. And I'm believing that I'm a piece of crap that does not belong to even breathe on this planet. And with that, it spiraled and it got bigger and it got bigger and it got bigger. And I'm not going to tell the entire story, but to the point where my mom would take me to every doctor, every um, hospital, anything you could imagine. It was like, we're just going to find the answer. We're going to find it. We're going to fix Joanna. And every single time I would leave a doctor's appointment, I would leave the hospital and I would be screaming, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. So when you ask me, Salome, like the creative People, in my point of view, like what I'm aware of is that we are so highly creative and we are so open like a vessel that we are like a channel. We can channel. We are able. We have these superpowers where we're able to tap into these other thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are not ours. They're not ours, but we play with them as if they're ours. That's when it's awful to live in that reality. And then the only way out because we're in purgatory is to choose death because the voices are so freaking loud. And in this reality, we're taught that if you hear voices, then you're crazy or that you're schizophrenic or that you need medication. And I'm so incredibly grateful that I had just this amount, like enough, enough of this to say, I'm not crazy. I knew that I wasn't crazy. Now I was so close to believing that I was bipolar, that I was, there was something wrong with me and that I need to be fixed. But something was like, nope, jo Joanna, you're not crazy. Fight, fight. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. And uh, so that's where I'm like, I'm aware of so many creatives. That's why Creatives are able to write songs in five minutes. Lady Gaga, she can write a hit single in three minutes. That's why these creatives are able to do Picasso paintings and like other logical brain thinkers are not able to tap into because we're a channel. We're able to see things that other people can't see. And now I know it is a gift. It is an honor to have this. And it's learning how to use these superpowers. Thank you, Joanna, for that. I appreciate it. And uh, another question to you is, uh, uh, okay, so you all pretty much answered my other question that I was going to ask you as to why is it creatives that we are the most that feel that. But also, I would like to know, when was the last time you felt that way, that you wanted to end your life? And then was it different from then? And then how, how did you talk yourself into not doing it? A few come up, but the, the most recent one was about, maybe it was like seven months ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start sharing my stories because right after today, I met with my coach and I'm going to start sharing my stories in a series, like just mm -hmm. a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a little excerpt. Okay. Yeah. How many months ago I went to San Francisco and I went to Alcatraz and I went to Alcatraz knowing that I'm a channel, knowing that I'm an intuitive, knowing that I'm psychic. And I went there believing that 
they can't get me. I want to actually go. I want to experience Alcatraz. Why can everybody else go and I can't? It's not fair. Like, I'm going to be fine. I'll surround myself with white light. I'm going to be open to listen to them, but yet not take anybody home with me. This is what I'm thinking. Okay. So we go to Alcatraz. We walk around. And as soon as I go into the jails, oh, it was not fun. And I'm like, why am I putting my body through this? You know, but I'm curious. I'm putting my body through hell because I can hear <laughs> all the people that had lived there before. I can hear their thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I could feel what they felt there. And I wanted to vomit. Oh, the whole time I'm like, get me out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. Like it's challenging for me to, to travel and go to like these old castles and this and that. But I'm like, I don't want to live in fear anymore. So I'm learning how to use my superpowers. Mm. So I did this as like a, oh, it's a learning experience. So I go, it's funny now. I go to Alcatraz. I'm like, I'm tell Patrick, I got to get out of here. So we go outside. We're with my cousins. They're still walking around. And I'm in awe of looking at everybody just walk around like zombies and feel nothing. And I'm like, why am I the only one feeling something? Do other people feel stuff and they want to run? Or why am I the only one? So I, uh, we get out. We're sitting there. I'm just like, okay, I'm good. I'm ready to go home now. Meaning like. We're done with Alcatraz. Mm -hmm. After a couple of days, I come home and instantaneously it's, and I want to explain it this way to anybody that this has happened to, or to anybody who has a family member or friend so that we can educate and you can notice it instantaneously. I went from okay to I'm going to kill myself. Mm. I hate my life. I hate everybody. I'm sad and depressed. And it's indescribable. It's indescribable. But now I have the tools. I have the tools now to go, oh, this is not mine. And immediately I pick up the phone and I call my holistic doctor, the one that has helped me. And I have, you know, I have like three or five people on my little, I could call, boom. But I've worked on that, creating that, that circle of of alchemists that are going to help me get on my journey. So I call, I was like, I need an emergency appointment. And they asked me what's going on. I'm like, I just explained to the gal on the phone and she totally understood what I was talking about. Patrick takes me to this appointment. He was off work that day. Now it's important for me to explain that he was there and we drive to the appointment and the whole time I'm glass eyes, I'm literally possessed. Now, Possession doesn't look like the way we think it looks like in the exorcist movie. It mm -hmm. looks like depression. That's what it looks like. When you see somebody and they're depressed and they have really no reason to be depressed, they have no reason. Like nothing had happened. And that's why we see these celebrities. We see people that have money. They have everything. They're happy. And all of a sudden they choose something different. It's because it's indescribable. Can't describe it. I can't even put somewhat words to it. That's why I'm telling this long story. So I'm glass eyes. I don't even want music in the car. I'm like, turn off the music. I just, I just want to sit here. And so Patrick is quiet because he doesn't know what to talk to me about. We get there. I go in and I see my doctor and I tell her, and she is so lovely. She starts to laugh and she's like, oh, Joanna, why would you go to Alcatraz? 
you're such a light. You're such a vessel. Of course. So then she checks me and she's like, oh yeah, you brought something back with you. Very evil. Right. And to explain this quickly, she does like a quick clearing. And I want to explain it this way. For thousands and thousands and thousands of years, this is how human beings worked. Many religions, many spiritualities, they would do clearings all the time. They would do exorcism all the time. You can even get an exorcism today from some Catholic churches. Now, they don't talk about it. It's like, hush, hush. But you can get an exorcism. You can. Again, it doesn't look like the movies. It just looks like depression. So I'm in her office. I'm lying down and she's clearing me. And she's like, you need to tell it to go to the light. You need to like get so, uh, this is not for the week. You can't go, you need to please go to the light. You need to go get the hell out of it. Like you have to yell at it as if, as if someone with a gun were to come into your house. How would you speak to this person, right? You would not be, please get out of my house. You're going to fight it. So as I'm doing this, I, I want to explain that you can legitimately feel it, leave your body. And I felt it. And instantaneously, instant is that the word? Instantaneously, I started laughing. I was back to Joanna. And now we're laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, great. I walk out and I see Patrick. And Patrick's eyes, he could see it in me. He's like, you're back. And I'm like, yep, I'm back. He goes, oh, my gosh. I couldn't have believed it if I didn't see it myself. For me to walk out of that room a completely different person. Now, it happened that fast. I did the whole thing in what, three hours? I noticed it that morning. I called my doctor. I got there in three hours. Now in the past where I didn't have tools, I could have lived with that thing for months, for months and been depressed for months, 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 months. And I just keep going and I keep going and I feel depressed and I feel depressed and I want to kill myself and I hate myself and life sucks. And then I would slowly get back in, right? And I would just learn how to live with the thing right here. I would just learn. It literally feels like somebody's talking to me like this all the time. And if you're just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. So you start to think that it's yours. So that was the last time. And that was only, you know, less than a year ago. Mm. Wow. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. So I'm glad I asked. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for sharing that, Joanna. I appreciate that. It. It's very insightful. I really hope that everyone in some measure will either relate to it or have somebody that they can talk to or somebody else can relate to that too. And they, they're able to help each other out because one thing that I am seeing a lot on social media right now, after, um, you know, after finding out the death of our friend, everyone's just kind of saying, well, you know, if you, if you need help, reach out to somebody, you know, not everyone is okay. If you think they're okay, they're not okay. Uh, especially with men, uh, they're, they're that, you know, men are not, you know, the first to like reach out to somebody for help. And so, so that's all I'm seeing on social media. It's pretty overwhelming. And there's just like a lot of thoughts going on in my head about everything, just everything entirely. But, uh, but this conversation has brought a lot more ease. Yeah. Coming from somebody that lives through it and has lived through it, you know, what's the next, I wonder, but now have the tools is at that moment when I'm feeling so awful, nothing can make me feel better. You could tell me till the cows come home and like mm -hmm. I could call a hotline and there's nothing you can say that's going to make me feel better. 
I said, this is my experience. You don't understand. You don't understand. That's all I knew is that you don't understand. You have no idea. I couldn't put words to the voices. I couldn't. You can't put words. Again, it's indescribable. There's no words to explain it. So there's no other words as well to make you feel better. And I want to share this story for people that are at their last wit, like the last rope where I was like, I went on a mission, a mission, a fact-finding mission of, oh, hell no. There's more to life than this. There's more to life of going up and down. There's more. And when I learned these powers and to like to literally feel it, and I'm like, Joanna, are you willing for people to think you're weird? Yeah, I'm willing now because it's either I would have chosen death or I'm going to share my story for anybody that is desperate. Like, oh my God, I'm willing to try anything because I've tried everything. I've tried conventional therapy and it's not working. And because it can't work on that. It's it. They're just different. And it's the coolest feeling because I've had this three times now. Three. I'm like, it's actually kind of cool and fun. When you literally feel it leave your body, you're like, oh shit. Oh my God. That was awesome. And then like the, my, my spiritual doctor, she's like, oh yeah, I felt that it's fun and light. If we change the narrative where it's fun and light rather than like, oh, it's a scary exorcist movie and it's a horror movie. That's just Hollywood. Yeah. John, I also want to bring up how uh, in our conversations, again, they're just very open-minded. Uh, we are always open to listening to everybody's feedback. What works for you? Because what works for Joanne might not work for you as well or for me. You know, my some some of you might think, oh, therapy does work for me. Awesome. Some of you might think oh, going to church every Sunday works for you. That's great. You can go and go ahead and follow that. We we were totally all about that. And I just want to bring that up again because uh, Joanna and I are always just so open-minded and we keep going different journeys. We might switch one journey tomorrow. <laughs> So I just want to make sure that our our, our followers and our, our listeners are aware of that as well, because uh, that this is the reason why I love our conversations, Joanna. Yeah, follow what's light for you. Yeah. And I did and do everything still to this day. They're each a piece of the pie. You know what I mean? It's not like I just do this and like clear things from me. No, I there's there's so many things. This is a piece of the pie that was missing. This is a piece, but the other times I'm, I choose other things as well that are on my journey. So maybe I wonder, is this a piece of the pie? It's not to say that what you're doing is not working. It's yes. If it's working for you, great. Choose it. And maybe there's a piece of the pie that's missing or for a friend or something like that. So I'm not sure where this is going to lead for me because then people will DM and go, okay, help me now. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, I could just show you to the people where that helped me, you know, mm -hmm. but I, I do want to end with this. There are a lot of closeted people that are like I am. We're closeted and we're coming out of the closet. We're coming out. I'm coming out. There's a lot more. There's a lot, a lot, a lot that don't talk about it because we are afraid to be ostracized or looked at as as witches or whatever you want to, whatever, doesn't matter, right? And it is not celebrated. 
So that's where I want, I would like to be a pioneer for this conversation, because I'm here to tell you that when you start to talk to one person to the next, a lot of people know each other and they'll go, they'll help you. Oh, call this person. Oh, call this person. And they're all saying normal people. You know what I mean? They're not like witches and doing like, no, they're, they don't look, they're not like that. So I have a lot of people that I can recommend some people that do things on zoom and, you know, and like Salome said, if something works for you, great. Cause like, I probably have like five or more. They can go that, it, well, I didn't really like that one. You could try someone or something else to be a piece of your pie that, that can create a different possibility than maybe what hasn't been working for you thus far. There we go. Yes. Because I think that people end up doing something to themselves because they feel stuck and they feel like they don't know that sky's the limit. You know, there's just so much more. There's so many possibilities. There's so many options that you can work with that can work for you. And it might not work for your next door neighbor, your wife, your whatever. It's But if it works for you, it works for you. That's it. And it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I see this as a call to action for me. This is a call to action, Joanna, to share your story. And if one person, because I know the person that shared their story, it helped me. Mm-hmm. If I didn't hear their story or read their book, mm-hmm. I probably would not be here today. You know, or mm-hmm. I'm just not a very, I'm not a very bright person that has tried to end their life because it didn't work many times. <laughs> so I'm here to share my story. <laughs> I'm laughing. It's light, right? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, Joanna, this should have been done a long time ago. All right, let's share it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I whisper this story. Podcast series will be coming out to share the the complete story of what what I've chosen thus far. Yes. Thank you, Joanna. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Let's just wrap this up. And anything else you would like to, to say to wrap it up? The title of this show, what am I aware of? So one of the questions on Google, one of the number one Googled question is what is wrong with me? Or another number one Googled question is, am I crazy? Mm -hmm. And then they want to see symptoms. Mm -hmm. And another question that you can ask is what am I aware of? And are you aware of things, thoughts, feelings, and emotions of other people, other things on this planet? I wonder. So ask that question. What am I aware of here? If you feel sad, depressed, what am I aware of here? Get genuinely curious and see what comes up for your awareness. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Joanna. This was great. As always, I love our two chicks in the mic conversation. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. Again, give give us your feedback. DM Joanna if you have any questions. We would love it. And hopefully see or hear you next time. Thank you. Thank you all. See you next time. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.